as twilight dims and the night begins to stir. In the hollow moments betwixt wake and slumber, you may find yourself in the spooking minute. Listener, be careful. You're in for a scare. Foe. Ooh, hello, listener. Welcome to the Spooking Minutes, the podcast where childhood fears come to life. Ish. It's still not real. Or is it? Turn around. What's that? That's your mom with a cup of coffee. Why is she drinking coffee? Why are you listening to this so late and she's drinking coffee? Oh, it's 11 a.m. I'm sorry. I misread the clock. Oh, hello, listener. How are you? Uh, I'm Stevie Skeleton, uh, one of the hosts of the show, joined always by... Matthew Masker Minor. Whoa. Louise, the mummy, chunky gravy. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's us. We're all really equally great at coming up with alliterative, alliterative spooky names. This is a podcast uh, where we kind of talk about some childhood fears, uh, things that scared us as kids, delve into that a little bit, see what was spookiness and then uh we do an improvised kind of a goosebumpy are you afraid of the darky tales from the crypt keepery animated series um uh, improvised little story um how are you guys doing i'm doing well steven <laughs> thank oh. you for your commitment also very well see you sound more like don pardo from snl <laughs> Oh, yeah, it did. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> and Damn Colin Jost! Jost. <laughs> Jost, Jost. Colin Jost! Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Jost. Jost, isn't it? Ghosty, Josty. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, we're going to kick this off with a little question. A little spooky, would you rather? Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew, Louise, would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf? I think this is a pretty easy question, frankly. Yeah. Vampire, hundred percent. Let's talk about the advantages, advantages, as they say in English. <laughs> I mean, a vampire—they're <laughs> sexy. You know, there's mm-hmm. like when I think vampires, I think Twilight. Ooh, Edward, right? I think um, Nick Cage in his most recent outing in film, Renfield. Renfield. Ooh, Ren- spicy. Renfield. Renfield. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they're just they're just the sexiest of the uh, creatures. Is that all you care about? Your sex appeal? Absolutely, Steve. You Matt. know me. <laughs> Matt's always popping collars, dropping buttons, showing off that glorious chest hair, but not in the middle of the day because I will <laughs> burst into flames. I will counteract your um, Twilight having sexy vampires with. There is a whole tribe of hot, hot werewolf boys. That's true. That was a groundbreaking film, and the vampires aren't the only sexy creatures debate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're, is, team, you're team Jacob is what you're saying? I'm definitely team Edward. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I do 
like sometimes I weigh the merits of I think if it's if it's a werewolf situation like a Twilight where you can transform at will mm-hmm. um, and also get absolutely jacked once you become a werewolf. <laughs> that's maybe where I but if it's like one of the you turn into a bloodthirsty monster once a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my ex wife. <laughs> oh, <Brenda. laughs> um I think you lead a pretty normal life as a werewolf. But I mean I don't know, vampires are so damn cool. If you could transform at will as a werewolf, think how great you could do in the hundred meter sprint. <laughs> yeah. Think how well you could do at Westminster Kennel Club dog show. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they'd allow you into the Olympics? Is that a in the rules, or is it like an Airbud situation where they're like, "Well, it's not in the rules that you can't be a werewolf, so I guess we gotta That's let true. you compete." I mean, in Teen Wolf, they absolutely did not give a shit that he was a werewolf playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the middle of the game, he transforms, and they were like, "Okay, yeah, this is normal." I mean, a lot of teenagers do grow a lot of hair around that time, so maybe they just thought he grew a little bit extra. <laughs> Scotty hit puberty hard. <laughs> I think I'd be interested in being a vampire, although, I don't know, I'm very squeamish, so mm. <laughs> I wouldn't love the idea of having to drink blood at all or, like, go get that. Mm. But maybe that would just go away if you were a vampire. But I... I, I don't think it ever goes away. <laughs> no? <laughs> or do you, mean, do you mean the squeamishness, not the thirst? The squeamishness, yeah. I like. See. Wouldn't love that, you know? I, I wouldn't love that. But, but if you craved it, it would be like going to get a milkshake at McDonald's. Yeah, right? I mean, if that changes things, if you automatically see it differently, then that would actually be helping me. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think the vampire cool factor is, like, incomparable. And, uh, yeah, M- most most women are just very used to just, like, hair removal as being something that we're really interested in doing so i don't know that we all want to be wolves you know <laughs> i think there is a downside i mean you are so sexy but you can't look at yourself in the mirror oh that's all true right. can you get your photo taken no sometimes it depends on the 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 show sometimes yes sometimes no i will say too there is something hot about a, a werewolf who's sometimes like there's a beast inside me and i can't control it you know? okay yeah I know I get what you're saying. As far as the sexiness thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I wish I was a Frankenstein. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so today, uh, we're going to delve in a little bit into one of our childhoods. Hopefully it's not traumatic. We're going to talk with Matt. Ooh. That's me. Matt. Matthew Massacre Miner. That's a good nickname. It is Um, great. What, uh, what was, like, your biggest fear as a child? Do you remember? Or? I do. Um, I grew up in an old farmhouse. Mm-hmm. And old farmhouses are nice, but sometimes bats get in them. Um, and I happened to be in the bedroom that the bats always flew into. <laughs> like, we tried to find where's the hole, like, how do they even get in? The bats are very... They can get into really small spaces. Like they can fit into yeah. like little tiny cracks, basically. I don't know how they do it. They just like crunch up their bones and get in. And they would do that <laughs> pretty regularly. And so I would, you would just wake up because you'd hear the flapping all of a sudden. And I would like dive under my covers and it was completely mm. dark. And it would just be flapping around. And the bat is 
just as scared as you are. It doesn't want to be there. Um, yeah. So I would dive under my covers. I would call for my dad, and he would come. He had a uh, tennis racket just uh, for this purpose in our upstairs. Right. And he'd open the door, and like the bat would fly out, and he'd have a one-on-one showdown with the bat. So I imagine, I wonder if that was one of my dad's fears, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was scary for me, but he's the one that had to get rid of the bat. Gotta go battle a bat and get me the tennis racket. Yeah, so you just hear me like, I would dive on the covers and cower like a little baby, and yeah. he would come in and save the day. One time he got bit by the bat too. Ooh. Yeah, so he had to rabies go shot. get a uh, rabies shot. Yeah, um, because bats carry that, and rabies is not good. If you it hurt. is scary. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize how serious uh, rabies was, and if I did know that, that probably would have made the experience even scarier. But it was just <laughs> yeah. scary enough being. In a dark room where I can't see with the bat that... Have you seen bats fly? Yes. Yeah, they're all over the place. They're not graceful flyers. No. No. And they don't... Like birds, you can predict where they're going to be in one second by the direction they're going. <laughs> yeah. Bats, you cannot. Like, if they're going forward in one direction, a moment later, they're going a different direction. Like, they are all over the place. So how... Bats are like... That's like if you had a car and you popped all four tires at once and just lost control of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How old were you when, when they would come in? Uh, let's see. Um, anywhere between seven and, I guess by the time I moved out, 17. Yeah. Yeah, so a good period there. It used to be my sister's room. Uh, right. They had the same problem. Eventually they did. They got like a, a expert in this kind of thing to come in and patch up or the bats are getting in. So I don't think it happens anymore. Um, and yeah, there's a dedicated guy you can call. You can give a bat guy. The bat guy will come in. He'll fix up your Batman? old farmhouse. Yeah. Yeah, if you he put doesn't... up the bat signal and he comes by. <laughs> I never met him or anything. Like, I wish I you know, saw that what they did. Because I feel like, guy, you gotta you gotta steal the Batman brand. Like, how could you not? Yeah. If you don't show up yeah. in a Batman costume, you are such a fool. Can you imagine if he did, though, show up in a Batman costume? That would crack up <laughs> so hard. Like a, man, a grown man in a Batman costume with, like, the cape and everything. Can you imagine a grown man with a Batman costume? Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> That'd be so funny. God, it's not that... I don't think it's that weird. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, okay, it would be I could strange. imagine... I could imagine a guy showing up, like, trying to get one, showing up in a Batman costume, having a bat in the room and just, like falling over so much because he can't see very well he's got a cape he's like just like goes home to his wife who was like telling him to try she's like never again one time a bat flew into our house and it was just me and my sister were home oh, no. and i thought like the only reason that i don't you know take care of the bat myself is because it's dark and i'm in my bedroom and you know if it was just my dad's job where he just had to open the door and swat it like i'm pretty good about that bat. that wouldn't be scary at all and then it flew downstairs, and just me and my sister. I'm like, yeah, this is my time to show that like I have real courage against a bat because it's daytime too. Oh, and yeah. then like we were both behind this glass window or glass door. I'm like, all right, here I go. I'm like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> so we just both sat there, like watched this bat flap around our living room while we're like trying to get up the nerve to like run. And eventually, it just ran, opened the door, and then eventually yeah. it flapped its way out. That's um, really funny. That's so pretty brave, though. I have not conquered my fear of bats. I've not been like do. Bruce Wayne, you know, where he goes in the bat cave. How do you feel when you're at the aquarium and you see the bats? There's like where they can eat. They have all this like fruit hanging up. 
and all the oh, bats cool. kind of fly around and it's kind of dark there. How do you feel there? Actually, I don't feel bad seeing them from afar. And like when they're out at night, like bats generally don't tangle with people when it comes to yeah. just hanging out outside. Like they're not interesting. They want mosquitoes. It's just when you're like in an enclosed space with them and they're frightened and just want to get the hell out of there. That's where I don't want to be. Because I, in that case, I know they will try to bite me versus outdoors or behind a yeah. glass pane. I'm good. We want Did you had... like. Go ahead, Steve. No, you. No. No, you go ahead. No. Can I go? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Louise, I was just going to ask. No, oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> So Louise sent me this TikTok video that someone had taken of bats hanging upside down, but then they flipped it upside down. It's like a night vision mm. thing. And it was like, it's like goth kids uh, dancing in the club. And it was so yeah. good because they're all like, you know. Shifting weirdly, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And they do just look gothy because it's black and white night line video. Yeah. yeah. They definitely um, look like a, they looks like a club. Cool mm-hmm. people. Vampires. Yeah. That is something you associated with, yeah, as vampires. Did you have, like, nightmares about bats? No. No, I've been pretty steady with, like, nightmares. I don't really get them. Mm-hmm. And so this is more of a real fear. Like, I don't fear Sorry. it anymore. It doesn't get nightmares. <laughs> what? Lucky. No, I don't know. I, uh... So I just... <laughs> I fear being in a closed space with them, but it's not, like, a lingering fear. It didn't do any damage yeah. to me. I didn't become goth. Like, I would have had a great excuse in high school... <laughs> To become goth and i think everyone would have understood like my parents would be like well he did wake up with bats in his room so of course he's gonna embrace the dark side and like put <laughs> yeah. eye- black eyeliner on and listen to my chemical romance but no i didn't do that actually no i did That's listen to my chemical romance they had some bangers in our in our time absolutely um would you ever do you think go into like a cave where there's bats i've read about inhaling uh, like bat guano um, right. and that can be extremely damaging to you because that has a ton of just parasites in it. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd want to check on that situation first. So I'm more worried about like breathing in the air and uh, yeah. that sort of thing. I was here about you know cave explorers who get deathly ill and they think it's because mm-hmm. of like bats not biting them just like inhaling their shit. Tons of the poop, yeah. Yeah. Bats do have like freaky faces too, except for like the f- like flying foxes. Those are very cute. Yeah, they're a weird one. Like bats can be kind of cute, but then you look at their wings, which are like paper thin. You see all their veins and stuff. Yeah, those are not cute. Yeah. It's definitely definitely for a child. Like, I mean, like what what's a scarier animal to wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> in the dark to have like in your room? Right. Like something that is like so associated with like yeah, uh, like vampires and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think we had mice as well, like old farmhouses. You get mice. Yeah, you most houses yeah. have get mice, but like that's not. They're not up in your business. They have a place to be. Like they're just trying mm-hmm. to get to their home from I, wherever they stole food from or whatever. I don't like how scurry, how they scurry. Like they're frightening to look at when they they move. Yeah. They put me off. But I, a bat is way scarier. Mm. What about big spiders? Like if you saw a giant spider in your room, is that more scary than a bat? I feel like I, I, guess, can, I can take care of a spider myself, though. Okay, but what if it was, like, one of those howler ones or whatever? That they're, like, a wolf spider or something. They're, like, as big as your hand. I guess, but then you could just, like, you just beat it to submission. We, we didn't, we I, never tried to kill the bats. Like, my dad would always try to, you smack it. Tennis racket? 
Well, he'd like usually smack it, then it would like skid somewhere. He'd try to trap it, and then okay. See, I pictured him like doing like an Andy Roddick serve, like 100 miles an hour, <laughs> trying to just like <laughs> put the racket through the bat. So he was just kind of trying to stun it. I see. I have no doubt that once in a while he, he probably killed a few bats, but he also I remember seeing some that he, he managed to trap them and release them inside. Also had to kill a tarantula. Yeah, my dad's done a bit of killing in this time. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he usually just did it for animals that uh, were destroying things. Like rabbits will really mess up your orchard. I could mm. never on a farm because yeah, I remember there was like a tiny chick that like came out on the farm once and I was like, oh wow, we should like save it. And everyone in Mad's family looked at me like I was a nutcase. They were like, where where would we do that? And no, I was we like, tried. Yeah, they tried. And but they looked at me like she's gonna be very upset when this thing doesn't exist in the morning. And I was yeah. like, I'm so glad we saved that chick. And everybody was like, uh oh. And then the next day I was like, where is it? And they were like, oh, it's it's definitely toast. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know the fate of that one, if a raccoon got it, or... Something happened, because the next day I was like, let's go Growls. see it, and everyone was like, uh, how do we tell her? Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, it could be, be grim living in the country, especially, we never had coyote problems, but oh, yeah. a lot of people do, especially with sheep, like, because uh, they'll be able to, they'll take down sheep, um, so you gotta be vigilant about coyotes. Sometimes you can hear them howling at night, actually, like, from... So they are around the area. There is. Have you heard coyotes? You must have heard them sometimes, too. Um, I have. I used to go to look for like meteor showers out. Mm-hmm. Um, I would drive just like west of town, and you could hear them sometimes howling in the swamp. Yeah, they're spooky it's sounding. Cool. Yeah. Did you have any other like spooky situations growing up as a kid, or like any other anything you were scared? Of? You traveled for a while. You went mm-hmm. to like New Zealand, right? Or yeah. Um, no, nothing there. I don't know. I guess if we went to Australia, Australia would be scarier, I guess. Yeah, we went to New Zealand, which I don't know how they lucked out, but they don't have really any scary animals. They don't really have scary snakes or scary spiders or anything that Australia has. Yeah. They have penguins. They have kiwi birds. They have, uh, it's, it gets pretty They adorable. got, like, all the cute things. Yeah. <laughs> Taiko Watiti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, my childhood was luckily pretty spook-free. That's good. Did you ever worry a bat was going to bite you and you were going to turn into a vampire? Well, I was hoping for it. <laughs> right, we just, we talked about this. I wanted that eternal life and the sexiness. As you wanted that sex appeal from a young age. Ooh, baby, yeah. I didn't have a whole lot of luck with the ladies in my youth, so that would have helped out. You know how people in uh, like grade six and seven would have, like, air quote, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends? Yeah. Guess who didn't? Louise. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings, spooksters. I'm Victor Lacoste, actor of film and stage, and maybe even your nightmares. We'll be getting to today's story shortly, but first, if you're looking for a delightfully frightful film to scare your pants off, why not try my 1961 feature film, Escape from Werewolf Island? 
I play rugged explorer and adventurer, Romulus Wolfsbane, who finds himself trapped and needing to escape from an island filled with, you guessed it, crab monsters. The island is shaped like a werewolf. That's where the name comes from. What a twist. And now, here's a word from today's sponsor. You both. Now that's what I call music. Now that's what I call R&B. And now that's what I call disco. But now, get ready to love the beauty, the pageantry, the romance. Now that's what I call bagpipes. This three CD set comes loaded with the greatest hits by the greatest honkers of all times. Songs like, Any Way You Honk It, Little Green Windbag, Kills Me Baby, One More Time, Don't Mess With Nessie, Plaid World, Sweet Dreams Are Made Of Haggis, and more. Are you ready to be swept away to the Scottish Highlands or the winds of majestic bagpipes? Now that's what I call bagpipes will get you there, and only for the low, low price of four cans of noodles. Now that's what I call bagpipes is not available in stores, but it is available in your dreams. Call now! Creeps, Catacomb Custodian here. It's never easy being the new kid at school, but it does provide you a chance to make a bold new first impression. In our tale today, Mikey wants to be the cool kid, but unfortunately for him, when you've got bats in your walls, they'll really make you bat to the bone. <laughs> We open on a young boy's bedroom, a rather dilapidated bedroom of one Mikey Diggs. <sighs> Dad, do I have to sleep in this creepy room? Now, Mikey, this room in this house, it's affordable. I lost my job at the mannequin factory, you know that. So you gotta take one for the team here, Buster. But this house is so old. There's holes in the wall. What if a squirrel gets in here? Hey, if a squirrel gets in, we'll eat it for dinner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not that poor. But hey, it's fine. Did you see me in your mom's room? There's a full skeleton in there. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. That's that was why I bought the house. That was the that was what set it in motion for me. Look, it's a bit of a fixer upper. Hey, champ. Who's my champ? I'm 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 your I'm your champ. You're my champ. You can handle a spooky little room with a few holes in the wall where we live in the middle of nowhere because you're my tough little guy, right? Yeah, you're right. Hey, Dad, can I ask you some advice? Uh-huh. So I have to go to school tomorrow. It's a new school. My last school, I was, I was beat up a lot because I was such a fucking nerd. Why didn't you tell me about that? I don't know. Hey, Mikey, if you're getting bullied like crazy, please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell a teacher, tell your mom, tell somebody, please. Well, you know, water under the bridge. But um, sure. how, do I, how do I be cool at this new school? 
Mikey, just be yourself. And hey, how about this old leather jacket of mine? Give that a whirl. Thanks, Dad. You're the best. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to go try to get a new job at the new mannequin factory. Uh, just this time, don't sexually harass your coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's just got such a nice tush. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, good night. Good night. Great bedtime talk. Unaccustomed to the strange creaks and noises of a new house, Mikey sleeps fitfully. Wow, the wind is really whistling. Guess I'll just drift off the... Oh, God, what was that? Ah! Oh, no! Dad, there's a bat in here. <laughs> what is it, son? I think it bit me. Something bit me. I think it was a bat. Oh, bats. Of course. Because of the holes in the wall. Ah! Oh, fuck. There's an eagle in here, too. <laughs> Oh, we got... I was going to get my trusty Wilson tennis racket to get rid of that bat, but I can't use that on the eagle. They're protected. <laughs> Here, son. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll just let the eagle stay for the night. It will probably eat the bat. You come sleep in your mom and dad's room for the night, okay? Thanks, Dad. Am I going to have rabies now? Uh, no, you'll be fine. Let's just wash it with a bit of soap and vinegar. It's the next morning. On his way to the Manaquin factory... Mikey's dad drives him to school for his first day of class. Hey, Dad. My arm really hurts where it got bit last night. Hey, who's my tough little guy? Yeah, yeah. But also, I'm... This is, I'm growing... I gain hair in places that I didn't have hair before. Uh, I was waiting for this talk. You know, when a, a young man hits a certain age, like you did... Well, he uh, starts to notice some changes in his body, maybe some stirring of new feelings uh, down below, you know? Oh, I already got pubes. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I guess uh, that's that then. Once the pubes come through, you're good to go. Oh. Well, good talk, Dad. Yeah. Um, do do you trim them? Well, I was gonna ask you the same thing. What should I do about these new hairs? Yeah, I, I usually, I do like a kind of a hedge maze pattern. Mm. Your mother likes to find her way through there. Cool. Uh, good talk, Dad. Uh, yeah. I'll just walk the rest of the way, actually. I see it's okay. okay. All right. I mean, we're, ju- we're just in the driveway, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Well, hey, champ, have a good day at school. Thanks, Dad. Bye. Bye. Love you, buddy. After an arduous suburban trek, Mikey stands in front of a classroom door. He psychs himself up. New school, new friends, new Mikey. Mikey, you're gonna be, you're gonna be cool. You're gonna be, you're gonna be cool. Mikey's gonna be, Mikey, Mikey Dix is a cool guy now. Reinventing myself, reinvent myself. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Mikey, Mikey Diggs. Oh, you're the new student, Mikey. Hi. 
class, everybody. Say hello to Mikey. Hi, Mikey. Just then, he sees the most beautiful girl he's ever imagined. Slow motion shot of... What's your name? Abigail. Hey, hey, teacher. Yeah? Who's that in the front row? Right in front of us? (laughs) That's Abigail. How about you take this seat right next to her? Thanks. Uh, Hi. I'm Mikey. I'm new here. Uh, hi. Hey! No talking in class! Save it for recess! Uh, I'm sorry, Mrs. What's your name again? Hi, Mrs. Polly Pocket. Sorry, Mrs. Polly Pocket. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm not sorry, Mrs. Polly Pocket. That's right, I'm a bad boy. Oh, 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 I'm frazzled! My gosh. Class dismissed! Uh. Wow, I've never seen anyone stand up to Mrs. Polly Pocket before. Yo, that new kid got us so much recess. He's such a baller. He's the coolest kid I've ever seen. And yeah. I saw Macaulay Culkin once. Yeah, I'm really doing it. You're doing it, Mikey. You're being cool. Oh, that Mikey gets cool. Yo, Mikey boy, you want to join the cool kid club? <laughs> yeah, yeah I do. Hey, mis- hey, Mr. Mikey, can I have your autograph, please? <laughs> uh, no fucking way, dork. Oh, he calls me a dork. That is so much cooler. Uh, so, a- Abigail, was it? Yeah. So you, like, uh, you must go to, like, school here, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, that's why I'm at this, in this place. Hey, um... Do you like, uh, do you like want to get out of here or something? No. Okay, yeah, me neither. I just want to stay here. I'm not allowed to leave school unless somebody says that my parents told them to come get me. And even then, they have to know the secret password. And, like, yeah, I'm not allowed to just go. Cool. Yeah, no, I didn't want to do that either. That's, that's cool to respect what your parents tell you to do. I don't because I'm a bit of a bad boy. But This is the second time you've mentioned that you're a bit of a bad boy. Yeah, you know, at my old school, I got uh, expelled. Whoa, what'd yeah. you do? Uh, I was just being such a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? It means like it means you're like bad <laughs> and you're a boy. I'm a bit of a boy and I'm a bit bad. So. What makes you bad? Uh, well, check this out. See that? What's that? I got bit. Whoa, by what? A dog? By a, I got bit by a bat last night. And what? You know what? No big deal. Whoa, did that hurt? Yeah, no. It doesn't for, look really good. Yeah, no, it looks really diseased, actually. Um, it's going green and purple, but I don't care. I'm just, I don't hey, care. cool kid, why is your neck so hairy? Uh, I don't know. I forgot to shave it last night. You shave? Yeah, uh, yeah, because I'm like, you know, like a cool older kid. Why are your ears starting to turn pointy? What's going on there? What do you mean by, oh, oh, they are a bit pointy. Um, I, I, I gotta go increasingly concerned by his changing body, Mikey pays a visit to the school nurse. Next! Uh, hey, um, my, my name's Mikey, Mikey Diggs, I'm new here. Sure. Um, so I got bit by a bat last night, and now my ears are pointy. Am I turning into a bat? Kid, are you nuts? I don't know, you're the doctor. This is the seventh time someone has stopped me on my smoke break out here, okay? <laughs> I do not have time for this. Do you have a cough? Is there something wrong with Is there something really wrong with you? Oh, I'm getting hair in places I never had hair in before. Oh, for Christ's sake. Okay, so your parents are not talking to you or something, but like, this is not a good time. Actually, my dad did mention that he shaves his into a maze pattern. 
Your dad's Rick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know him. That shithead down at the mannequin factory? Yeah, a lot of women know him, okay? Yeah, a lot of men, too. Do you have a lot of brothers? <laughs> What's it, Mikey? Mikey Diggs. Mikey Diggs. What the hell is that on your arm? It's a, it's a bite. A bat bit me last night. A bat bit you? Yeah, I tried to play cool to all the other kids and said it didn't hurt, but it really hurts. It feels okay, so Rick, does he know about this? My dad? Yeah. Yeah, he just said to put ice on it. He is as dumb as he looks, that Rick guy. Do you think it's genetic, the dumb looks? Definitely, yeah. You look you look dumb as shit. Okay, you know what? Go to the cafeteria. Get them to give you three cc's of Yahoo and uh, just a, a bit of uh, orange juice. And uh, have a Gatorade while you're at it for your, your lipids. And uh, yeah, well, uh, just call me tomorrow and we'll see what you're at. Because your dad surely took you to the hospital and stuff, but this is not my problem. Okay, thanks. Um, hey, before I go... You get one more question. I'm on my smoke break. Can I have a cigarette? No, get the fuck out oh, of here. Miss Nurse, I fell into the table saw. Can you help me? No one can help you, George. <laughs> Never one to eschew the advice of medical professionals. Mikey heads directly to the cafeteria. Um, hey, hey, um, I need three cc's of Yahoo and some orange juice. Put it on my tab, Marjorie. Whoa, who are you? I'm Mr. Abigail's dad, the science teacher. Mr. Abigail's dad? Are you? Sorry, are you Abigail's dad? Ha, you've met my young Abigail, have you? Yes, she's my pride and joy. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. Need some lipids, do you? Yeah, I got I got bit by a bat. Bat, you say? Curious. I've never even seen a bat before. Oh, they're like the little rolling things with wings. Um, I'm aware. I just, it's odd that a science teacher would say they've never seen a bat before. But. I've just, I mean, what is a bat? I've been to a baseball game, sure, but uh, one with the leather wings and the sharp fangs, the echolocation. Yeah. That's the one. One of the fiercest and most swift predators known to man. Is it? In my opinion. <laughs> well, Mr. Abigail's dad, I guess I guess I better be going. If I'm being honest, you're kind of creeping me out, but... Um... Hey, why don't you uh, stop by my classroom later, after you've had your fill of a lot of fluids? <laughs> did the nurse prescribe you those? This is... She did. This is such a conundrum. I, on one hand, I think you're really creepy and don't want to go to your lab alone. But on the other hand, you are Abigail's dad. What if I told you that Abigail will be there doing the homework? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll be there. I'll be your, I'll go to your lab. Good, good. I'll see you then. I'll see you then, Mikey McConnell. Hey, Diggs. Yes, I know your middle name. That's strange. Uh, okay, goodbye, Mr. Abigail's dad. Driven by the promise of female companionship, Mikey shows up to the science laboratory. Given that it's an elementary school, he's surprised to find a vast array of test tubes, beakers, blinking machines, and those metal balls that spurt lightning. You know the ones. Place is freaky. Mikey, what are you doing here? Oh, 
Hey, Abigail. Um, well, I went to the school nurse to check on the bite. Not, not that it matters, because I'm really tough. But then she sent me to the cafeteria to get three CCCs of Yahoo. So I'm, I'm Yahooed up. And then I, I ran into your dad, Mr. Abigail's dad. I didn't realize he taught at the school. That's so cool. Oh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's cool. So he said to come here, and I was like... He did? Yeah. Why? I don't know, actually. That's, that's weird that he would send you here. He doesn't allow anybody here. Oh, why not? Isn't this a science room? Yeah, no, not when there's, like, not classes. Like, I can be here, but nobody else can be here. You should probably go. What do you mean? Why, <sighs> why should I just go? Oh, Mikey, you made it. Uh, Mr. Abigail's dad. <laughs> Hi. Abigail, Mikey, you boys getting along? You boys and girls getting along? What, I'm not allowed to misgender my own child? <laughs> Abigail's just saying that I should leave, and she's, she's questioning why you invited me here, and now I'm kind of wondering, too, why'd you invite me here? Oh, Abigail. Mikey's new in town. He's a new, cool student. You need to make friends, Abigail. I, I just wondered why anybody was in here after hours, because you don't like that. Well, Mikey here is special, aren't you, Mikey? My dad says I'm pretty special. Did you know he got bit by a bat? Um, yep. Abigail, is everything okay? I don't know why you invited anyone to the lab. I think but it's I... really dangerous that he got bit by a bat and is hanging out in the lab with me. Abig Abigail, Abigail. Sorry, Mikey, can you give us a second? Uh, yeah, yeah, no problem, Mr. Abigail's dad. Abigail, is it that time of the month? What's going on here? I don't think he should be here, okay? Abigail, you'll be fine. You'll be perfectly safe. You don't know that. You're not even in control of your own experiments. I'm in control of everything. No, you're not. I'm Mr. Abigail's dad. Abigail, take your eyes off that notebook and look at this light. Look at the light. Yes, you like the light, don't you? You love the light. Okay, Mikey, hi. Hey, Mr. Abigail's dad, I was just kind of walking around the lab and I saw this, like, giant tank of mosquitoes and... Is that in the curriculum? I don't understand why there's all these mosquitoes everywhere. That's for the senior students. You know, we start learning about biology, and what better to teach biology than a giant tank of mosquitoes? I guess. I just There's all these diagrams of mosquitoes. I saw all these thick books saying, like, mosquito experiments one, two, three, four. It sounds like you've done so many experiments with mosquitoes. Am I a moth or a mosquito? Pardon? Am I a moth or a mosquito? Yeah, whoops. Should we backtrack I? on this one? Well, I don't know what I might. But you also might see beside the mosquito tank, this moth tank. <laughs> I did. You know what? The mosquito thing makes total sense. But the moss, the moss I was really curious about. That's odd. Well, they are beautiful creatures, aren't they? Most people don't think so. They prefer the butterfly. You know, before last night, I don't know if I would agree with you. I would have said, yeah, butterflies are mm -hmm. the most beautiful. But now, you got it right. Almost as if... How the moth is drawn to the flame, so are you drawn to the moth. Is that correct? Can I confide in you something? When I was looking at your tank of moths, I got really hungry. Well, that's a normal thing. I mean, you just drank a bunch of fluids. You didn't eat anything in the cafeteria, did you? No, but I was, like, salivating, and you know when you see, like, a really big Big Mac? Mm-hmm. Like, on those commercials where they're just, like, dripping with grease? Oh, yes. And, like, if I had six bucks, I would be down at McDonald's right now buying that big I Mac. I do have six bucks. Hold on. I'm going to go to McDonald's right now. Really? You're the coolest be, dad ever. I'll be right back. Um, uh, 
Hey, so Abigail, you must come to the lab often. Uh, yeah, my dad pretty much makes me. Oh, he makes you? What do you mean? Why would he make you? Uh, I shouldn't have said that. Um, he just does a lot of stuff here, and then I have to stay after school, and I never really go home, but <laughs> big whoop, right? I've never, I stay at the school. Oh, you like live here? Did I say that? I don't. It's what? fine. I don't. Oh, boy. It's great having a school right next to the McDonald's. Yeah, that was really fast. Big Macs. Uh, what are we guys talking about? Anything? Nothing. Suspicious? We were not talking about anything. I think Mikey should go home. Don't you think he should go home? Because he's kind of dangerous. He said he's a bad boy. So I think he should probably go home. Um, all right, Abigail. I understand your concern. What do you mean? I, the bad boy thing was just like a character. Mikey. Thing. Yes. I was trying to think, how can I do like an echolocation type thing to make you like... <laughs> It'll make like a squeaky sound. Mm-hmm. Ah! Oh my god, my ears! <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Mikey. Mikey. Everything okay? Uh, I don't know. I feel all woozy all of a sudden. How about I, how give, about you I give you a ride home? Okay, Mr. Abigail's dad. Okay. Mikey groggily comes too. He's still in the laboratory, but now... Something's different. Oh, where, where am I? Dad? Dad, are you there? I'm not your daddy. Oh. I'm Mr. Abigail's dad. Mr. Abigail's dad? What's going on? Why am I tied to this chair? Where's Abigail? Oh, she's someplace safe. Don't worry about Abigail. She's fluttering around, I'm sure. Fluttering around? What do you... Figure of speech. It's a figure of speech. Oh, okay. Well, what about me being tied up beside a bunch of scary medical instruments? What's going on? <laughs> Mikey, my dear boy, those medical instruments are purely scientific. You're not tied down. Do you know who's tied down? I am. With my wife. Who's a real nag? Sometimes I look at Doris, the old secretary, and I think, if I weren't tied down with that nag of a wife, I'd like to... Have a romp with her in the janitor's closet, if you know what I mean. You're probably of the age now where you know what that means, don't you? I think I maybe have a vague idea, but it's still pretty unclear. Well, you see, when a man loves a woman, he might get what you call a big heart on. And I don't have time for this. Why are my teeth so pointy? <laughs> I'm sure you've been noticing some changes. Yeah, what? what are these behind me? Are these wings? That's... My dear boy, I've been telling you, you're not tied up. Your wings are wrapped around you. Oh, I get it now. I'm a... I'm a bat? Yes. Say it louder. Prouder. Prouder? I don't want to be a bat. I want to be a normal, cool bad boy. Yes, you want to be a bat boy. No, bad boy. Oh. (laughs) Well, now, this is a little embarrassing. I... Look, I, the house you moved into used to be my house where I would run experiments. But your father, Rick, the mannequin molester, <laughs> gave me an offer I couldn't refuse. And that night when I saw you afraid, going to bed, wanting to have a fresh start, I heard that you wanted to be a bat boy. Hold on, can we slow down? You saw me? 
Uh, you know that like closet in your uh, wall mm-hmm. uh, that then has another little door in it? Oh uh, yeah, I was wondering about that weird door. Yeah, I messed up the days. I thought you were moving in next week, and uh-huh. then I was still there packing up some stuff. Heard you guys coming in. Thought I'll just hide. That's mm. probably better than just being like, "Hey, I was just moving some stuff out." Yeah, that's a way more reasonable thing to do. Exactly. So I heard your whole thing. You might have also thought you heard a bald eagle. I did. I stubbed my toe coming out of the closet. Oh, that makes so much more sense. But yes, I heard that you, I misheard that you wanted to be a bat boy. So I had this genetically modified bat I experimented with and I let it loose in your room and let it bite you. So hold on, can I clarify this for a moment? Uh Uh-huh. You just happened to be in my room. Understandable. Uh, You heard me saying I want to be a bat boy. I get that. Old people, they lose their hearing a little bit. What? I understand. But then you just had a genetically modified bat in your pocket? Well, that's where I did my experiments. I had all sorts of animals. If I heard you say you wished you were more weaselly, I would have brought up the weasel. If I heard you say you were very hungry, I would have brought up the grizzly bear that was in the basement. (laughs) Well, I I can totally see how you made that mistake. Um, So can can you just turn me back into a normal person now? Turn... turn you back? My dear boy... There's no turning back from turning into a bat. What do you What do you mean? I don't want to be a bat my entire life. I want to be a just a normal boy. I want to I want to date your daughter. I want to make a sweet Ooh. love to her. I I why mm, don't I don't want to hear that? Also, there's something you need to know about Abigail. Does she ever have a boyfriend? A boyfriend? That's the least of your concerns. Let me turn on this giant lamp I have here. A medium-sized moth just, like, <laughs> fla- flaps into the room toward the light. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a moth? I, I don't understand. Take a closer look. Oh, my God. Abigail? Yes. Can she speak? Um. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, she can. She just needs to get closer to a microphone. It's, her vocal cords are very small. Oh, she's she's very shy. Oh, okay. She was my first experiment. That nag of a wife said my daughter was mothy. And I said, what does that even mean? Stop nagging me. And when I had my genetically modified moth bite our daughter, instead of turning into a human-sized moth, she every night turns into a small moth with the head of a girl and then turns back in the daytime. <laughs> Because I seem to be a full-sized boy that's turned into a large bat. That's curious that I didn't get turned into a normal-sized bat. You have features of both, and you will remain this way. You will not turn into a human boy again. Oh, no. But what you see here is that hunger you have for her is literal hunger because of her mouth blood. Oh, so I'm not just attracted to her because she had really cool bangs? Well, those are pretty sweet bangs. She cut them herself. Wow, that's really cool, Abigail. I don't know what she said. No, (laughs) you're a bad daughter. (laughs) So here's the facts, I guess. Um, I'm now a permanent bat. I only like your daughter because she looks delicious. And I guess I'm just going to have to live like this for the rest of my life? Pretty much. Bummer. But there is good news. The New York Yankees just hired you as the new Bat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, right! <laughs>
The New York Yankees. Not bad, Mikey, not bad. Let me know if you need help echolocating a place in the Big Apple. I know a great realtor, and I'm sure you won't mind if there's a few bugs. You can always use a late-night snack. <laughs> well, that's all for today, creepies. But your ghosts with the most will be back next week with more chills and more thrills. A boodaloo. <laughs> This has been an SM Experience production. Special thanks to the Cultural Collective for the use of their spooky studio space. Theme music by Dimitri Taris. Subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast app, and while you're there, be a haunted doll and rate and review us. And be sure to tell your friends about us. Remember, sharing is scaring. And if you're looking for more devilish fun, then listen to Corntown, a true crime parody podcast. And subscribe to the SM Experience on YouTube for new videos every month. And until next time, sweet screams. <laughs> yes. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I wish I was a Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> the sexiest of all creatures. Just, <laughs> just a whole bunch of bodies. If you had sex with the Frankenstein's monster, does that count as an orgy? <laughs> I think so. I think that's a great premise for just like a really bad erotic film. <laughs> like a real exploitation erotic film. Frankenstein orgy house. <laughs> yeah.